0: Deep and dirty, bitches.
1: Deep and dirty, deep and dirty, deep and dirty, deep and dirty. Everybody sing along.
0: Deep and dirty, deep and dirty. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, uh. This kind of sounds like the DJ I heard last weekend in Arizona in the yurt. A yurt. It was all those beats were Deep and dirty. I was like, oh my. Really? Yeah, you got to tell us
1: about your trip to Arizona in a yurt. You know what I don't ever want to go to is a
0: yurt. You do when there's a DJ spinning and you've created lasers and it's like the sound is just piling into your ears because you're just like in this big round on a surface tent with a big hole in the middle and a disco ball.
1: Oh my God. That does sound fun. So Hattie went to where? Um, Oracle, Arizona to uh, visit yep. some I friends? Oracle,
0: Arizona Did to you see to get you? my friends Jim and Atlas and met a bunch of new people. Yeah. But there was a, so there's this gorgeous lavender farm and they had a fairy festival, something that they've been wanting to do for a while. And it was really sweet. And it was really geared towards kids, of course. Um, Only but so on Saturday night- profession loud after there was like okay everybody that had been working and just like oh we're gonna throw a party yeah so there was the dj who's been to burning man for who knows five i mean who knows how many times and he put some turntables up in a yurt just in the middle of oracle arizona and started spinning and let me tell you what didn't suck any of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, see, I guess that would
1: be fun. As long as you didn't make me, like, sleep in the yurt and, like, go to the bathroom in the yurt and all of that.
0: Yeah, no, it's n- there's none of that. <laughs> Is there such a thing so...
1: as glamping in a yurt?
0: <laughs> I yes. Need
1: to be, I need to glamp, Hottie.
0: Well, you've, you're going to be glamping. I'm going to make sure you glamp, God damn it! Well, you know those yurts um, in LeRae as we're driving to our special yeah. um, floating house? On the river. That's a yurt. But this yurt was probably... Double that size of one of those.
1: Oh, well, that's like oh, going to like a I club. Couldn't
0: believe, I couldn't believe how big it was. Oh, and okay. they had she already had little shelves on the side so you could put your cocktail. I, it was fabulous, and I was just like, okay, wow. So what well, else I'll did come you do? To the was it like for some-
1: everything? Like was the, we went out to uh, to Oracle. Or no, we went, was it Oracle we went to for Heidi's 50th birthday? Yeah, yeah, when we went to the the Triangle Ranch. At a, what was it called? A glow, where it was like, it was this ranch where they had brought in like all of these like glow lights and like up lights and put them in the trees. And we, they like have this festival essentially in the middle of a desert and Heidi and like 10 of her friends, right? And some family, 15 people all went out there and it was like. Amazing! We put lights all over our bodies and like.
0: And we had glow in the dark paint on our faces. Oh
1: right, <laughs> right.
0: We, it was a blast. Actually, we but have. It a, was, we
1: have. Oh yeah, we have a caller that actually may know something a little bit about that.
0: Uh oh, really? Speaking of your fiftieth well, birthday, let, I think that I let's think that, hear it.
1: Yeah, let's see. Caller, you are live on WGRL Radio. I think that maybe you know a little something about Heidi's fiftieth birthday and. Oracle, Arizona. Oh, collar. Collar is muted. Maybe the collar stepped away. (laughs) All right, we'll wait for the collar to come back. Um, But no, yeah, so, I mean, it's beautiful out there, I'm sure. Was was it hot? What's the weather out there like right now?
0: Very hot. It was 106 two days in a row. It was... A hundred and it doesn't matter when it hits a hundred and a hundred plus. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: You hide during the day, but then at like five, six o'clock. Oh my God. (laughs) Like it's the perfect summer weather for like the end of this, you know, the sun for the last couple hours and then into the night. you know, it's by the time we would go to bed, you know, it's like 70, 70, maybe even 65. Oh wow. So you could still sleep. It was just the day that's so fucking hot. But yeah. And you'll love this. I don't know if I told you this. Um, We're going to go back down probably in the fall. We're going to take the car down and uh, stay. And I'm going to take welding classes. Oh,
1: my God.
0: I am learning how to weld.
1: This is going to piss peaches off so bad. (laughs)
0: I am so excited. I was sitting there, and you know, you might remember, well, first of all, we were on like a, you know, Glow is like a whole bunch of welded stuff anyway. Right. That was the festival for your 50th, right? Right. There's a ton of welded art, just everything there. And the first day, Reed and I were in town, and we were at that little restaurant, the market, and there was all this little welded art again and i was like "Ah, you know what i want to learn to weld oh my god i am going to learn and so i put it out there all over the place and found (sighs) this guy drew that we know and i was like hey i was like i'm gonna come down in like october or something for like two weeks will you teach me to weld he's like absolutely and two other people they're like i want to learn
1: this this will go great since you were, like, selling the dent repair thing. You can actually, like, help weld cars together if you need to and repair their dents.
0: <laughs> this is so I can repair my container home issues when I have to get the welder out. Right.
1: <clears throat> Let's see if the caller will unmute. Caller, you are live on WGRL if you'll unmute yourself. I'm clicking ask to unmute. But maybe the caller is in the bathroom. How dare this caller leave us here
0: <laughs> right
1: um well anyway how you, well that's good i'm glad you had a good time in arizona um, Yeah, it was wonderful while you were doing that i was here um
0: you were not I was, didn't you go up into p-town
1: i went to p-town yes have we talked about oh we haven't talked about p-town oh my oh, god Yeah,
0: because wasn't P-Town just this last weekend while I was in Arizona? I believe so. And you
1: know what? It feels like it wasn't. It seems like this week has been absolute, pure, living hell. I talked to you on the phone for a minute last night, you know it's just like work and like condo stuff. And at the end of last week's show, you heard me talk about a board member had resigned while we were on the air. And so I've just been dealing with that, and there's just stuff with like legal issues with the condo that just never end. And so work is absolutely insane. I don't know how it could be more busy, but it's just insane. But yes, we were in P-Town last week, and we had a blast with Peaches and Daddy. Um, Went up there on Thursday. We we flew and took the ferry, which is the way to go to get to P-Town. That is it. Like, that is so easy. I took the train, actually. You know,
0: that's the only way I've ever gone, and I'm always like...
1: Yeah, you've never driven, especially driven from D.C. or even just driven from New York. It is pure fucking hell. It's impossible to get to. So, you know, flying, Rob flew. I took the train, which was great. That's a little bit longer than going to D.C. on the train. It was great. You know, we got there, lickety-split. And then Rob was so impressed with how easy it was to get there by flying. And the ferry, he's now like, forget about buying a house at the river. Let's buy a house in (laughs) P-Town. He was like, you know, especially (laughs) if I come back from D.C., And I'm going to be working in New York again. Like, maybe we should just get a place in P-Town. So who knows? We're all over the place. A place you've
0: never even liked.
1: Well, right. It's never been my favorite place in the world. I mean, it is a cute, magical place. And I guess the more you go there, you kind of get used to it and like it. But I said to Rob- I
0: love that for you. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, I said to Rob and Peaches and Daddy, like, why don't we expand the empire? Like- all of us like can use each other's houses and everything. So like why would Rob and I not if we're gonna invest in some kind of like a beach property, let's let's get something that where no one has anything so we can all go there, you know?
0: That's exactly what we were talking about in Arizona. Like yeah. have places in Arizona and everyone who wants to go to Costa Rica, there's places there when we build that. There's places in P Town. Like you finally all of a sudden you have four countries and twenty places you can go.
1: Right. Well, yeah, P10 was great. We went on a private we pri- chartered a private sailboat, which was not explosively expensive when we split it. Um, but you know like under a thousand bucks for two hours. and it was beautiful. Our sailor that was a trans man woman, I don't want to be disrespectful, but a male to female. Trans. So
0: trans-female.
1: Trans-female. She was so much fun. She was so great. But Rob could not get the pronouns down. Like, literally could not get the pronouns down. And Peaches said last year the sailor, the the, the captain, was a man. And Peaches was explaining to us that our captain was a man that was going to be doing our sunset sail, or our midday sail. So we go get on the boat, and it's the same person except it's a woman now. This is only a year difference, okay?
0: Wow. And
1: Peaches looks at me and goes, last year she was a man. (laughs) And I was like, are you kidding me? Because obviously you could see something was different. Like she had sunglasses on, but you could see eye shadow, eyelashes. And like she had like a feminine look to her and she had like little like boobs growing. And so it was like very evident. Well, Rob didn't hear that part of the story. Peaches, he didn't hear Peaches say, last year she was a man. And so Rob gets on the boat Thinking what Peaches has told him that it's a guy that's going to be taking Gosh. us out. That he's super cool. He's like a surfer dude. Peaches said. Peaches like he's like surfer dude wearing board shorts, long like like hair, uh-huh. like blonde. So Rob st- is on the boat thinking it's a guy. So we're sitting there and me and Peaches are calling each other she the whole time and she this and she that and we're saying she about her the the captain. Well, Rob right. is like he couldn't get the pronouns right. He just thought it was like she as in like. We're all calling it, hey she, like like he's a guy, but we're calling him she. And he kept being like, uh, he, she, he's pulling up the main sale. And Peaches, finally, he kept saying he. And I was like, Rob, she. And then Peaches was so pissed off that Rob could not get the pronouns right. She texted Rob and said, look at your phone, Rob. And so Rob looked at the phone and he was like, oh. He's like, well, I don't know. And then he then like, after Peaches admonished him, there was another moment where Rob wanted to refer to her, and then he still can't get it. He goes, "Uh, she, he, she, he's, she's, he's, she's, she's, she's getting the sales back," and we were like looking at me and Peaches. We're like, "Are you fucking kidding me, Rob? She? What does she look like? She looks like a girl. Call her a she." It was just hysterical. The fact that I can see Rob
0: just throwing his arms up to, like, I don't know. Right.
1: And Rob doesn't know. He's so innocent. And he, I mean, he obviously doesn't give a fuck if you're a she or a he. He Probably likes you better if you're a a female to female. And, you know, he could just cannot get the pronouns down right. Like, he, and he didn't have the the knowledge that she was a man before. I only knew that. (laughs) And Daddy, because he was there last year, too. But, and so poor Rob had no idea that Beaches was like it used to be a moon. Oh,
0: <laughs> I know, no, I felt
1: bad. And I'm poor like Rob. well no wonder poor thing is confused. So we had a laugh about that <laughs> and but she was amazing. Captain Kendall, um go see her in P Town. Unbelievable, amazing, amazing, amazing uh sunset sale. And That's great. you know, lots of food and other stuff and just we drank and we watched RuPaul's drag race which we can talk Good. about later if you haven't caught Good. up.
0: I'm hundred percent caught up. Oh
1: okay, let's talk about that later though. I want to tell you about something else. Um, but yeah, like so then this week, like while after all that happened, I had my final leadership training, which is like with this battery of classes that we're going through at work. And which each,
0: you've been doing online, correct?
1: Yeah, through Zoom, right? And it's been right. with like seventy-five people. They put you in breakout rooms. It's been over the last like six weeks or something. And it's every Monday morning at like eight or nine o'clock in the morning. And you know how I love Monday mornings after oh, my <laughs> after my serotonin Sunday. It is I am not feeling Monday morning <laughs> meetings. <laughs> <laughs> but they do it for they do it for a reason, right? Like they they because you know they want to get you started and you can go about your day.
0: Absolutely.
1: So, our final denouement, Denuma, whatever it is, uh the final act or the final class was this leadership training where you had to like go into a room with like six people and you had to do these like improv classes. And Ooh,
0: improv.
1: <laughs> I know. I think you would be really good at this.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. I think you would. But I think I, I want to do it. I think it would be better for my Lack of speaking, you know, because I can't speak very well.
1: Well, right, but you can. But you're like creative, and you can think of witty, quick things to say on the fly. Because yeah, like this one exercise was one person typed random words into a chat, and another person came up with the headline of the story, and another person had to tell the story, and you incorporate the words that were being typed into the chat. Boom, 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 rapid fire. So that sounds like fun. So like someone would say the story. What's the, the the moderator would go. What's the story named? And we would go, a trip to New York City, or someone with the person that was supposed to name the story goes, a trip to New York City. And he would say, okay, trip to New York City. Okay, Neil, get ready and go. Boom. And then I would have to start telling the story like, oh, it was a wonderful day in, uh, you know, Florida. And we decided to just jump in the car and take an impromptu trip to New York City. And then, like, when I'm telling that story, someone's typing random words into the chat. And so if someone would type in, like, record, like, or, like, yeah, podcast. And we would I have to go like, and when we were in the car and we were driving up to New York, we were listening to our favorite podcast, WGRL Radio, and like on and on and on. And so they kept doing those words. And it was like, and that was, it was, it was cute and fun looking back on it. But in the moment, it's fucking terrifying. And the main that. issue that I had was how to stop in getting my mind or how to get my mind out of the gutter. Like, I kept wanting <laughs> to go there. Because...
0: Well, probably both telling the story and when you were the person putting the text into Correct. the chat
1: box. Correct, both <laughs> sides of that because I did have to do both sides of it. everyone had to do both sides. It was like it was so challenging for me to not say like pussy and cunt and like you know like I have a wet ass pussy. <laughs> I
0: mean all of this stuff jackoffs <laughs> like fisting, and anal, like, right. suck my suck. dick. <laughs> it's like suck my dick
1: right I'm like I don't know but it was there's value in it I'm glad we got to do it and I'm glad that the company I work for puts together the program um and then there was like one other exercise we had to do it was like two hours two and a half hours this last um big class it was supposed to be three hours but there was a couple people that didn't show up so it just naturally was shorter um but we had to present a topic that we were familiar with and then he gave us tips and pointers on how to make it better. Like he looked at your cadence, he looked at how you presented, if your ums and your uhs and your thises and your thats and your ifs and your I like, and he gave you feedback. And then he would also say, okay, that was great, Neil. Do this, uh, gesticulate bigger with your hands, like move your hands a lot. Just go to a hundred and just move them as much as possible and listen to how your voice changed. And so we do that, and we would all listen to it, and they would be giving me comments back. It was it was very interesting. I can see how, like, this could be valuable for public speakers, you know? It's yeah. valuable for anyone. Like, anyone who is speaking, and I'm not talking about, like, here on the radio show, that's a different kind of speaking, like what we're doing here. But it, it's still in the same kind of, like, world where you're trying to, like, come up with something.
0: It's in the same pocket. Yeah. What did, did he say anything about, you know, when people say it like? All, all, all the time?
1: No, I mean, other than you, you have to, you just have to get a hold of yourself. And instead of saying, like, he kept, he has up to this other lady that was in the uh, class with us, you don't, uh, you just don't understand the power of just silence. You guys need to just, cause she said she wants to work on her, um, and her this and her that, like, like there was other, some other words she said. And, she really didn't say it a lot. She did say it a few times, but not that was any that not that it was no, not that it was super noticeable. Like I like see, I just said like. I feel like I say like way too much. It's a habit. It is a I, it's a habit yeah. because you're not thinking about what you want to say. You're just trying to fill fill the time. And he kept saying, <laughs> "It doesn't matter if you're." He's powerful people and influential people. Stop and pause. And then in live in the silence. So
0: I believe that. (laughs) Are you
1: about to throw up or something? You're like, something is happening over there. Did you just fart? (laughs) No, no. Oh, I did
0: a little bit earlier. You might hear it, but I don't think it picked it up. (laughs) I thought that I just heard it. No, I'm trying to like, uh, I've been so good all day. And all of a sudden I start laughing. I've got hot lemon water. And I'm just like literally hacking up lung oysters, like it's my job right now. It's all right. It's disgusting.
1: I, I had to ha- I had to edit out your lung oysters two shows ago. I'm going to go back and do a compilation of Heidi's lung oysters just from the show two times ago because it, there was so many.
0: Well, preface that with I, in all of my ignorance, <laughs> yeah. Thought as I was clicking the mute button, I'm like, I'm so smart, I'm muting myself on our meeting. Right. So on so the Google Meetings, other. Heidi was clicking. On Google mute. Meetings, I'm clicking, right. But I'm not muting myself on GarageBand. Right. On the audio track, track that she's
1: <laughs> recording into. She and when she was muting herself and she thought that she was like had air cover, she was just letting it fly. And
0: I rip right into the
1: microphone. Oh yeah, big oh, time. Oh my god. <laughs> and so I got to hear all of them whenever she got done I know she, I knew what she was doing when she was doing it and then I told her after the show I was like you do realize when you're muting that it's still recording you do those and she was like oh my god I was mortified mortified <laughs>
2: I mean ugh
1: Let's see if this caller can unmute herself. Oh, the caller is unmuted. Caller. I am
2: unmuted.
1: Oh, look at you sitting there and just nice and quiet. How wonderful of you! A, tra- a wonderfully trained <laughs> caller. Well, I was
2: sitting in silence. I was, I was just embracing the silence.
1: There you go. See. Those are the have best you been callers? Have you been into what caller? What's your name? Where are you from?
2: I'm Cat. I'm from Colorado.
1: Hi, Cat. Everybody. I'm
2: fifty, and I can stretch, <laughs> and I can bend. <laughs>
1: Can you kick, honey? Can
2: you kick. <laughs> um,
1: did you hear my little rap on leadership
2: training? I did not.
1: Ah, okay. Not. You can you can go back and listen to it. It was, uh, you know, I know that you know. Uh, do you like? Have you done any kind of like training or like? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, it's um, it was interesting. It was like this six week long course at work and. Uh, it was, it was, there's value in it. There was a lot of, like, learning to speak publicly, which I think is the thing that challenges people the most. hmm Um, but anyway, what's going on with you, caller, Kat?
2: Oh, well, I'm leaving for California tomorrow. It's my first flight since January of 2020.
1: Oh, what are you thinking about that? How you, how is the, any anxiety? Are you nervous are you prepared Uh, are you vaccinated and waxed and
2: i'm vaxxed i am not a waxer Um, (laughs) um, so no there's a full bush going on there um
1: not 70s natural
2: yes i'm a natural woman that's for (laughs) sure i mean i do shave my legs and my pits um and then you know when now that covid's over i'm going to find a threader for my eyebrows but ooh, uh,
1: i love threading
2: Yeah, I love threading. Heidi turned me on to that, actually. Oh, yeah? Um, Yeah, I think it's amazing. Um, I'll never wax my face again. No. No.
1: Oh, my God. Someone Um, waxed me once and ripped my skin off.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, your face, I mean, among other parts, the face skin is so delicate and thin.
1: Yeah. You pissed Um, me off. I was so fucking pissed. I mean, scabs above my eyebrows. I was so pissed.
2: Yeah, it's hot and it rips and then whatever. Yeah, so I love threading. I just haven't been back um, since before COVID. But yeah, I don't have a ton of anxiety about um, getting on a plane. Um, I still have clear leftover from
1: oh right.
2: my, my last corporate gig. Um, <laughs> so I think I'll cruise through the line pretty quickly. And I'm using up my remaining kind of membership or premier status with United. So I've got some, you know, club access, which is, you know, not a bad thing. That's good. Um I you know, my biggest concern, I'm vaxxed, you know, people are gonna be wearing masks. I just worry about uh passengers getting crazy. Oh yeah. Being defiant and like, you know, I mean mostly for For nothing else, except I want to fucking land on time and I want to land on the city that I booked.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. I will go ahead and say for someone that has zero anxiety about being in the sky during COVID. (laughs) Yeah. Heidi was flying. (laughs)
2: Heidi's been everywhere. (laughs) I mean, no matter. It was like full on COVID and Heidi was like, yeah, I'm going.
0: Uh, I (laughs)
1: know. I mean like, I can bust... I got to
0: get I got to get to some places. I got to get to the river.
1: Yeah, I can't bust her balls too much cuz she was coming to see me a couple of those times. <laughs> yes, <laughs> surprise <laughs> surprise.
2: But so yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't have a ton I don't have a ton of anxiety. I just, you know, I don't suffer fools, fools very well. So um I don't want to be that bitch that's just, you know, smack I somebody. I will <laughs> I will say
0: right. when we got on done. a flight we got on a plane last week and The announcement was very clear that, like, if you're going to have any issues with anything to follow the CDC and federal guidelines to be on this plane, you will be removed right now. Or we will land and remove you. So, yeah. So that was actually nice. No one seems to have too many issues keeping that mask up
1: while flying.
0: So we'll see.
1: I think we need air marshals again with guns. And if you backed up, just shoot them like you would a terrorist. That's what yeah, I'm, I'm or putting like
2: a, or like a you know a black person trying to you know innocently get in their car right. like
1: yeah I mean isn't that right. amazing I mean these karens are like taking the world hostage it is unbelievable
0: They're disgusting pigs
1: Yeah they totally are We have a little Karen update I don't know Ken. Do you want to do you want to listen to the Karen update? Yes All right here we go here how do you how do you synth these? How do you want to set these up? I didn't look at the visual of these, but yeah,
0: the f- the, the visual is not near as um, potent, I guess. Yeah, as uh, the audio. Right. Which so one this, are you playing first?
1: The first one is the one with the lady. I guess it's at Ross. And- okay,
0: so yeah, there's this woman, and I'm gonna out her, Lisa. Oh yeah, Zoner, Lisa Zoner. <laughs> if anybody knows this cunt, yeah. She was at a Ross, Um, you know what, it's funny, I kind of scanned through articles, so I'm not exactly sure where, but this happened three days ago in a Ross Dress for Less. Somebody had said, well, she she likes her discount clothing, but she doesn't discount her racism. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) And she, it's the nastiest one I've seen in a while. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And she pops off.
1: Yeah, because probably because she was asked to wear a mask, or she, like, wasn't it that she, oh, no, I don't know what it was. She wore shoes, and she was trying to return the shoes that she had worn, I think, is this one. And she's, oh. and she's got them in her hand when she's screaming and yelling and kicking.
0: And I'll tell you, the manager yeah. handled this like a Beautiful. fucking queen. It was, she was fabulous.
1: She really was. All right, here we go. Karen update.
3: No good motherfucking bitch is what you are. Please Please. leave. Oh, I'm leaving. Please leave. I'm you. are gonna be leaving soon too. I promise you that, you fucking no good bitch. Okay, that's fine. You guys wanna call racism. Bitch, you're more racist than a fucking white person ever is. Okay. Fuck you, you fucking black bitch! Okay, that doesn't bother me. Fuck you! Okay, have a good day. Don't, Don't dance down on your porch like a fucking monkey, board. Get out.
1: God. Oh, and then she kicks all the baskets.
0: Right, so that last scene, she's literally out the exit, through the little foyer, out on the curb, and turns around, because the woman's like, thank you, I have a nice day, comes back in to scream at her one more time. I'm like... (laughs) Girl, you're not getting any at home, are you? <laughs> right.
2: Like, what I, is it, really? Like, I, I would love if there was some study done. Not that these Karens would be open to any kind of, like, post interviews. It's just, like, I'm so, just as, you know, like a, a people person and an HR person, it's, like, I'm so fascinated by what is it that you're so angry about? Right. Like, what is it that you feel like it's okay to talk to another human being? Right. In any situation, right? I mean, mean, and you know, I've had 10 situations at like Bronco Raiders games. It's like, oh, fuck you, no, fuck you. But it's never like, you be bitch, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like not a personal attack. Like, I just don't understand what it is either a hole that's in someone or what is ins- inside somebody that like they get to the point that they think it's okay to treat anybody like that right years and
0: years of privilege and racism right
1: and, and that, this and, is
2: and it's coming
0: out in and this is when you bake it long enough this is the pie that you get
1: well and trump gave these people a platform he really did
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah they gave he gave him permission but it's like Dude, you have to wear your pants into a store. Like, is that unreasonable? Right. <laughs> like, and you want? You gotta-
1: yeah, and you want a doctor to wear a mask when they operate on you. You have to wear shoes. Like, but but see that Heidi, I tried to say this to Heidi on a couple of shows. You know, a while back, and Heidi's like, "You're you're thinking too logically. Like, like right, you you right. had you can't you're you you can not think like that. Like, they don't think like that.
0: They don't think like that.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know. Why, and- I, just, I guess I don't understand why a mask is so emotional.
1: I know, but because Trump made it that because
0: way. Because the, the big D made him that way.
1: Right. The douchebag in the sky made... Mm-hmm. Him, made Their douchebag in the sky made made it political like made that. It, it made and made it, made
0: it okay for them to act like fucking psychopaths.
1: Right. He I mean, he praised them, and that's their God. That's their God. That's you their will, God.
2: Right, but of, you know what well, I think is I interesting?
0: Think I think that a, also go ahead i think that through the black lives matter movement and covid and all of it and more and more videos being taken i think these people have been out there doing this shit for a long time platform trump definitely gave him a different platform but the phones are out now phones are fucking everywhere
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: and so it's like I don't know. I just believe that you better if someone starts raising their voice somewhere and it's towards a person that's literally just doing their job. You better you can pretty much count on you're getting you're getting a you're getting videoed. You're getting filmed.
1: Yeah. Well, and I love when these people get fired too. Like they put these up on Karen going. Karen's going wild on Instagram yeah. or like they you know put them on blast. Like that's the cancel culture. am I'm, I'm okay with. Like, mm-hmm. if you wanted to get these people that are getting fired for all that stuff, I'm like, good.
2: Good. Yeah. Fire them. I guess I, I guess that I feel, um, I don't want to surprise isn't the right word. I, of course, racism <laughs> built this country. Um, oh, yeah. But I am, I am surprised that, um, people are being so, you know, and it is all because of Trump, right? Because he gave permission. He gave the platform. He promoted it. Um, but it, it's like, wow. I, yeah. I, I thought that we had come farther.
0: Yeah. And, oh, no, girl. No, no, and, no. no.
2: <laughs> and, um, you know, also to understanding, like, you know, what I the people I choose to invite into my life are like minded. Um, but like the, the such open, I guess that it's just so open. It's like so okay now to just be so openly hateful and racist and misogynistic and yeah. anti trans and anti GLBTQ and like that, that people now all of a sudden feel so emboldened to be so hateful and disgusting.
1: Yeah, I mean we are in a wild excuse me, scary place in the, the world right now. I and mean, we could go down this dark rabbit hole. I mean Oh, like, but I have it's... a
2: bright light that I would love to talk about. Oh,
1: good. What's your bright yeah. light?
2: Have you seen the video? Um and I don't even know what social media I saw it on. So there is this uh kid and I, they might be in New Orleans. So his parents are just like super amazing. Um he's probably seven
1: okay and
2: he is identifies well I'm not going to say how he identifies because I don't really understand that but he is like full-on drag like and so one of um RuPaul's um winners or contestants from I'm so and I'm so sorry. What's his show? The uh, Drag Race. Ru- RuPaul's
1: Drag Race. Yeah.
2: Yes. Um, came and so they his parents have been totally like encouraging his expression. And he's been doing his own with his mom, like his makeup and like his hair is like down to the middle of his back. And um, like he is uh like a supreme drag queen in the making. And so they put this out on social media and one of rupaul's contestants came and did a session with him
1: oh wow who was that i wonder how do you know who that is
2: no but i'll
0: find out oh that's great
1: and it's like
2: his parents are just wonderful and they're just like yeah we just want we just want them to be who they are right like we don't care we don't care that's a great helps him put on his makeup and the glitter and like you know, gluing down the eyebrows and putting on the on wigs and that's I mean, great. Oh, that's It awesome. is fabulous. And his moves are fierce.
1: Let me tell you something. Gluing down eyebrows is no easy feat. No. <laughs> you, you definitely no. need someone to show you how to do that because bitch, it is fucking hard. <laughs> 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 no, that's a great story. That's I'll look awesome. that up. It sounds like something like maybe like if you said it down in Louisiana or so, maybe it was part of that HBO show. Um, you know the where uh
2: oh. Yeah, I just found it. Um 8-year-old boy who his name is Lac Le- 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 Okay. Um and hold on, I'm looking for news as I ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Yeah, so he's just um he's just fabulous and he had I'm trying to figure out who So anyway, so I'm yeah, not we need to we'll
1: we'll figure it out we'll figure it out we'll, it out and we'll maybe maybe i'll grab a clip of it and we'll show it on or we'll play it on the air next time yeah it's yeah. so
2: it's so, just so cute and precious and yeah. um, encouraging and uh lovely
1: all right cool yeah. well that's awesome well here let's we play love this hearing with...
2: from
0: you cat
1: yeah girl you need to keep calling in you need to i will
2: I know, as schedule allows, it's been a little busy. I had uh had a okay. today.
0: Encourage your friends. Encourage your friends to give us I a call. I will yeah. encourage my friends.
1: <laughs> All right, girl. We're gonna okay. we're gonna keep on trucking here.
2: Okay, keep on trucking. Love you guys.
1: All right, love you too.
2: Bye, love you. Bye.
1: Bye. There she goes. Cat from Denver or wherever, Colorado or something. Uh um, Lafayette. We have, I think we have one more, Karen, though, because then the reason this other one is pretty funny is, and I'll tell you after we listen to it. But what's the setup of this one? I didn't, I didn't see the visual of this one.
0: Yeah. So this guy. Oh, is... you
1: want me to do the guy?
0: Oh wait, which one? Do you, oh no, you want to do the woman? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I have
1: a funny thing to talk about. Because well, here I'll just tell you when you when she screams, it sounds like Marion from Brooklyn on the Howard uh, Stern show.
0: Almost right. <laughs> listen to it. It sounds just like Marion from Brooklyn. It does. So this woman is, and I don't know if it's New York, they don't say what city, but she's shopping. She's being followed by someone that's filming her that was clearly making racist statements to a group outside. And so she goes into a store. Right. And the woman, the person filming follows her into the store.
1: All right, here we go. You know what?
3: She's swearing at me. White privilege. White
0: privilege. White privilege. You mean you're so privileged that
3: you can yell racism at folks? You just walked by a group of folks and yelled racism. Is this your store? I am a customer. So am I. So am I.
1: It's my store, but I'm a customer. customer. I love that. It's my store. Are you? It's your store. Oh no, I'm a customer, so I own it.
0: I am a customer too, Becky that sounds
1: like Marianne from fucking Brooklyn. I don't care right, what you say. It does.
0: <laughs> She's having a breakdown because she just got caught being racist. I don't want to live anymore. I don't I'm to live anymore. It's so funny! I live anymore. You probably shouldn't be racist anymore.
1: God, it's just like Kat was just saying, like, where do these people it's- crawl out from under?
0: Right? And it's just insane.
1: Oh my god. She's Wild. sitting
0: there screaming while she's trying to check out. She's just like, and it's almost like to the point when I was watching that, she's probably so embarrassed that she just starts screaming like she's having some service nervous. She's having a breakdown. So somebody comes to her rescue. Right. Because she is a fucking fool. Right.
1: She wants to sound threatened. Look mm-hmm. at me. I'm threatened. Yeah, bitch. Oh, God. I hate people so fucking much. Um, yep. So yeah, I don't know, do you want to do the other Karen the Kevin update, the Kevin?
0: Uh, we can keep that for another time. All right, we'll
1: do the Kevin another time because I want to talk to you since it's Pride month, you know, we showcase a little bit of uh gay pride. We just talked a little bit about it with Cat. Um, but I pulled someone who is part of the LGBT family, but she doesn't really act in that way, in a positive way. And who I'm speaking of, Heidi, is the gubernatorial candidate of California, Miss Caitlyn Jenner.
0: Oh, fabulous. She is
1: bizarre. I don't know what the fuck she's trying to do. I looked at her website in preparation to play this clip, and there's still nothing about policy. There's still nothing on it about anything other than a place to shop and buy her shitty products and a place to donate to her shitty campaign. Like, I don't know what is is—is this like a Kardashian-type, like, Move or a, whatever they called like I don't I don't understand like they're a mastermind at manipulating the audience us we buy into it maybe this is just a joke but you saw what happened when Donald Trump ran for president as a joke that was just mm-hmm. a publicity stunt so mm-hmm. you know use caution people this is this could turn very very bad so anyway she was on the View and. They asked her a bunch of questions, and she starts out by saying to Whoopi, oh, we've been friends forever. And Whoopi was like, yeah, okay, we have, but, you know, I need to ask you a couple of things, girl, okay? And so they asked some questions, and the best person who asked the questions, I don't know her name. I can't remember the the host's, hostess's name. But she starts to ask her about all of the people that she's surrounding herself with in the campaign that – essentially she said that she was going to surround herself people with with good people but and she lists off all the people that she's surrounding herself with and the the answer is great and it's a great question it's kind of like that that um that host that interviewed Sarah Huckabee Sanders in Australia and oh, it was right. like such an expertly written question and then it's just like how do you even fucking answer this fucking thing so here listen to Caitlyn Jenner this is her PR interview she's on the she's on the circuit trying to promote her candidacy, which is a complete fucking joke. And I'm sorry, it's Pride Month, but take some pride and do not vote for this woman. California, come on.
3: I I have a question, Caitlin. Um, You're saying you're you're an outsider, and I understand that, but you're also someone that doesn't have any political experience and i think that is the criticism that you're getting because but you you've said that that you'll make up for your lack of political experience by surrounding yourself with really great people that's yes. a direct quote but it's been reported that your campaign has so far been assisted by Brad Parscale, the f- former President Trump's controversial ex-campaign manager, as well as Caroline Wren, a GOP fundraiser who, according to ProPublica, helped organize the rally that led to the attack on the Capitol um, as people that you're surrounding yourself with to advise you. So what exactly do you mean by surrounding yourself with, with really great people? Um- when I decided to do this, being on an out, as, as an outsider. So first of all, just real I want to put. Yeah,
1: the... it's not a great question.
0: Yeah, a really great question, and then you hear that voice right. of Caitlin now, Jenner. I, now,
1: what I want you to pay attention to, you know how you criticize Paula White for like cause her glasses are pinching her nose, and she goes, and it's like, and she's like <laughs> yes. trying to. It's like she's got the veneer sound, but then also that yes. her nose is pinched a little bit. Yes. All yes. right, listen to Caitlin because she's had. Her nose job done, obviously, but her nostrils are so small now Tiny. that she when Good. she breathes in and goes, <sniffs> it's like you can hear <laughs> this a little bit. And and she keeps going. <sniffs> and it's it's weird. So here, let's pay attention to her breathing.
3: I wanted to put the best group of people, as you would call insiders um, for a political campaign, Uh, I was able to hire some of the best people out there to join the campaign. Um, And it's more than just Brad or Caroline. Uh, There is a whole host of people um, that have worked with me over the last few months. Um, And honestly, I think I've gotten very, very good advice. Uh, They know this arena. They know what's going on. And so I don't make any excuses for anybody. Um, but uh, I feel like I have a good team around me that can uh, lead me to victory. So, uh, yeah, I'm actually very excited at the place I'm at right now.
1: <laughs> I'm going to start going, I mean, I do that too. But right. you can't but, hear, like, here, I'll do it naturally. It sounds like,
3: I mean,
0: it, she goes, no, <laughs> it's nothing. It's like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe we should communicate like that. We should start our own right. language. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. That voice, she hasn't done anything to fix that voice. Zero. Meet my friend Caitlin. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah just, baby.
0: And she answered that question with nothing. Nothing. She well had, yeah, Brad and Caroline, but you know what? Yeah, like I'm really getting the people that I need <laughs> for a good campaign around me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I just like you said, please take some pride. Do not I I sit there, too, and I did this with Donald Trump. I'm like, there is no way. Right. I would think, though, that there's no way California- Right. I mean, it's California.
1: There's no way that California The Republic
0: of California is not voting for Caitlyn Jenner.
1: (laughs) I don't think so. I think it's pretty safe to say.
0: (laughs) I'm giggling because I think you'll laugh at this. Yeah. What shows up in the mail this week? Oh, God. My- AARP magazine. Oh, okay. Guess who's on the cover? Her? Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay. I'm okay with that. No, I know, but it's that whole like AARP. That just went out to everyone in the country that's 50 and older. That's About interesting voters.
1: That's interesting. Although what are Matthew McConaughey's viewpoints?
0: I still have no idea, but I think he's going to win Texas. I, I
1: think he will too, and I hope so. I can't stand that fucking Ron Scott.
0: Oh, a- no, isn't it Abbott?
1: Or Greg Abbott, yeah.
0: Yeah, Did you Greg know that Abbott, He's a Did douche. you know that,
1: that Trump is going to go down and tour the border at his request like next week or something. He's requested Trump come down and, and like basically stand at the border and point and at, at and take and, some photo ops. Right, photo ops. Right. And of course he you says, know it's for the it's, for some kind of an election or some shit.
0: Well, that and because, you know, Ted Cruz can't say anything except talk about that Kamala hasn't been there.
1: I know. And, I don't and see it's if, like, if, if he well, wins, it's funny
0: when he talks about it, because I'm like, um, they know what, she doesn't need to go there and see the problem. Right. She, They know the problem. The, the problem is, everyone is well aware of the problem.
1: Correct. Yeah. I don't know. Um, all right. all right. Well, on to something fun, because I like, I thought this was like, this is fucking crazy. Um... So, like, you know how I use that sleep app? I've been, like, for- keep forgetting to tell you about this, but I have that sleep app called um, Sleep Cycle, and it mm-hmm. records you while you sleep, and, like, it knows when you're, like, in a deep sleep, and it records you snoring. Like, if there's sounds and shit like that, it'll record you. And so I, the other day, like a couple of weeks ago, Rob and I were, you know, getting a little frisky in the morning, and <laughs> it recorded me coming. <laughs> now I'm not gonna play I'm, that for you because it was like I was like a little interesting. I was like, oh, and I lay there and listened to it, and I was like, um, should I play this on the show? And Rob was like, I don't think you can play that on the show. I will, oh my God! <laughs> I'll play it for you by your when I'm just like with you, right. but I'm like. This is a. Li- I mean, I t- I play clips of your you talking about your pussy, but like you know, I t- right. play clips of you saying that you can squirt, but I don't take I don't have clips of you actually squirting.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think the listeners listeners are ready for that.
1: Right. So we lay there and we you. burst out laughing, I mean, it was hilarious. But what I want to play you though is, I went back and I found some recordings from when you and me and Gretchen were. Staying the night somewhere. I don't know where the fuck we were. I think
0: it was in the DC apartment.
1: Oh, was it in the DC apartment? Maybe it was, right, because y'all came there for something, whatever that yeah. We were at Rob's place in DC and I had my sleep cycle on. I had no idea. You had no idea. Listen to this snoring. I mean this is fucking crazy. You can hear the total different the totally the different sounds of snoring.
0: Isn't that great? That is out in the wild. That's like like at night when the sun has gone down. Right.
1: Like, look, it's like this. If I put it with, like, exactly. That's what I was going to do is put it with the jungle. Watch.
0: (laughs) It's like the frogs. (laughs) That is (laughs) hilarious. I am die isn't oh, that great my god. what about that this is one so funny
1: what if i do it with this one
0: it works in every environment
1: isn't that great it totally works doesn't it
0: that is hilarious I think oh that... my god i'm so... <laughs> i want a recording of that that's so great oh yeah. my god what
1: about this one <laughs>
0: Oh Lord! (laughs) I mean, is that not fucking
1: ridiculous? (laughs) Yes, that's ridiculous. (laughs) So beware if you have the Sleep Cycle app. Here's me snoring. This is just me by myself. Now this is why I can't sleep. This is I have a fucking serious problem, and you do too. We all do. Like I think I want to get like a CPAP machine or one of those things that those big Darth Vader masks that you put on.
0: I'm telling you, you will sleep like you have
1: never slept in years. Oh, my God. Look at this. I probably wouldn't even need sleeping pills. Listen to this. (laughs) Like, like I'm struggling to breathe. That's me. Just by myself. I mean, that's not-
0: Go to your sleep doc. Go to your doctor. Do a sleep test and get the CPAP. I'm telling you, my father, when he first got his- First CPAP 20 plus years ago. Yeah. He said, he was like, that is probably the first eight hours he had slept in 20 years. Oh, wow. He he just went and did another sleep test because they're going to give him a new CPAP. And he had to sleep without it. And he's like, I didn't sleep. And And I said, so he came out of it at the doctor's. They're like, how long did you? He slept for like maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. In an eight hour study.
1: Right, like, my my mind races as soon as I start to go to bed, so I've got, like, the the racing mind, plus I can't sleep because of the snoring because I can't breathe. I mean, it's fucking wild.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my snores are oh my perfectly God. timed with that frog. Well, you, know
0: what, you know what you should do? Play that for KJ and AJ and ask him like, uh, name Which, this animal. Right.
1: I, I love that the cadence of my snore is literally perfect with the frog.
0: <laughs> Listen to that. Maybe you're talking to the frog. Totally. <laughs> Isn't that great? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. That is great.
1: Oh, God. Oh, anyway, God. a little fun with snoring sounds and.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we said we wanted to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, Heidi. I think we need to get to it because this was the uh, the finale is tomorrow. Next no, it's Friday.
0: F- Friday. It's Friday, so Saturday. So yeah. Yeah. So, so go ahead. You go. I usually always start out down under because I'm usually ahead of you, and I just caught up. So let's hear your let's hear your take.
1: Right. So uh, we were in p Town. Obviously, uh, told you all that, um, and we. Um, watched all of them and we ended up watching one on Saturday night which meant I got to watch the one from this week so I was so happy I was like oh my god we watched three in a row so I was all caught up and we we can ruin it now I guess like by the time this show hits the air yes. everyone needs to have already watched it but the final four are do we um...
0: Karen sorry. from Finance Ketamine
1: oh I was trying to do that my... oh sorry Alright, go ahead. Do your top Karen, four
0: top four. Karen from Finance. Yep. Ketamine. Yep. Art Simone. Yeah. And Electroshock.
1: Yep. There you go.
0: Those are our four.
1: Alright. So, so
0: let's hear it.
1: Yeah, baby. Um let's see. How do we feel? Well, I'm
0: interested because you just basically watched four in a row or three I did. in a row. So you have a better, like I've been watching it, but let's hear, because when you kind of mash it all together, because I think sometimes you have a little different feel.
1: Yeah. Um, I really started to like ketamine. <clears throat> she really grew on me. Art Simone, as much as I liked her, dude, she is fucking weird as fuck. And she's
0: bitchy.
1: She's bitchy and kind of mean and evil.
0: Yeah. Like, I've been around cunts.
1: (sighs) Right. But I'm like, even, like, forget about the fact that, like, her accent is a challenge for me. Like, it's a super, like, specific accent from a certain area of Australia. And, Uh like, it's hard to understand for me, even as much as I've listened to her this season, but... I can't, I don't like, I don't like under, I don't comprehend what it is she's trying to get at either. Right. Like, I don't know if it's that I don't get the humor or if I don't get the, I don't know what it is, I don't understand, but I don't get a fucking thing that she's trying to say or convey. (laughs) Like, in her stupid little ads and her commercials that she does or like her little promotion thing that she had to do, I'm like, what are you fucking doing? Especially when she's, uh, has to work with Michelle or Ross or whoever. It's like, what? Not Ross, because Ross wasn't on Down Under, but like whoever, like the talent that comes in. Right. Did you feel the same way? Like, what? I just
0: just think so. So her drag is fierce. Don't get me wrong. Beyond. And her makeup, she is. Her makeup and her drag, it's phenomenal. But, and who knows about how it's edited and what they clip and what they cut, but she comes across as. She's just bitchy and she's kind of a cunt and so to me that starts to it's not even about not understanding cuz I also understand a lot of Australian humor. Okay. And and like that vernacular and the way that it's put out I mean there's there's a lot of like it's funny like the dichotomy between let's say care a karen from finance and art simone it's almost like art came from the streets like fighting. Oh she's very I see. she's got yeah. a she's got a a tough exterior to her I can see which that is fine but yeah she doesn't I don't know the whole, the episode well, just this last episode where her talent was the eating thing oh my
1: god that was what? so dumb
0: bad that was so
1: fucking bad <laughs> so bad, so fucking so, bad.
0: Yeah, she's a little, she's a little funky. She rubs me the wrong way. Like her, like I'll say, her drag is fierce. She's not my favorite.
1: No, no, and you know what? I do not want her to win. Uh, she was my favorite going into it, but sorry, Art. I just, I don't, I think that you're not the winner. You're, you're. Uh,
0: I don't think she's going to win.
1: No, I don't think so either. What do you think about uh, Scarlet Adams and the little lesson that she had to learn?
0: Um, which lesson are you discussing?
1: <laughs> well, the fact that there are pictures of her in blackface on the internet.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I oh, love... gosh, that far back. So, oh, wait, so you watched th- three episodes, including last week.
1: I watched three so, total episodes.
0: Okay, so, yeah, all right. Yeah, that was, um, that's, it was pretty fierce for, first of all, for Rue to bring it up.
1: Right. But you know what? I liked the what I liked what Rue said. Rue said, There are many people who would like for me to cancel you right here and right now. But I would rather this be a lesson in humility and something else. And I liked that. I was like I did too. And she
0: said everyone gets a second chance if you're trying.
1: And what Scarlett said to Rue and what you know, she apologized and was it was a heartfelt, genuine like, I fucked up. You know, I truly fucked up and I'm sorry to you and everyone else. I was like, that's it's a heartfelt apology. Now, it's probably going to prevent her from winning, and it probably should. But I'm glad it wasn't one of those moments where Ru was like, "Scarlet Adams, your black face was just a little too black for me."
0: It's a little too dark. <laughs> yeah, or whatever yeah. Ru would say. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad she she let her stay just to just to let like, let let the lesson be learned. But what I thought was interesting is I follow this fan page called Ru RuPaul's Drag Race DU. Down Under or something like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they always put up the top, you know, queens for you to vote on team, are you team Ketamine, team Karen, team Scarlet, and team Art. But except they put all that up, except they didn't put up, are you team Scarlet? They purposefully left her off. And people were pissed. They were like, hey, Rue made the decision. Like, if you're going to be a fan page, okay, you should, you know, at least put up every single person that's in the Final Four. But, you know, you can't make people, that's their own personal page. You can't make them.
0: Right. Right, but yeah, I agree. Everyone should have gone up. And yep. so, first of all, yes, yeah, sorry, I said electric shock, electric shock, even though she just was eliminated. I would fuck but, her yeah, so hard. Gar- uh, <laughs> hard. Did you see Raven? Look yes. at him. She oh, was just
1: like, my, mm. my <laughs> the, those. He was electric shock was flirting with Raven hard, big time, the,
0: and Raven was not uh, hitting those flirts away.
1: I know, right. <laughs> And oh, also Electra Shock, she's kind of a punk like Art Simone too.
0: Well, I think I mean maybe I think she, you know she's a dancer, she's an artist, she's but she's only been doing drag for a year. So I think you got to come in a little tough when you know you're that person. I mean she shit she made it to the top 5. Right. No, that's so true. So that was decent. Yeah. But she's right. And you know when she was when they were uh talking about her interpretive dance.
1: Oh, God, that was pretty fucking bad. I mean, the <laughs> that dance was, was pretty good, bad. but
0: even Michelle was like, that wig, like, oh, really, girl, it's still drag. It was so bad. And Michelle, if you ever walk out on
1: that stage and think that Michelle is not going to clock you for wearing not wearing heels, you are so fucking wrong. There is no circumstance that you can ever do anything on RuPaul's Drag Race and not wear heels and not get in trouble. Like, she
0: should have at least wore flats to right. dance in. Or little kitten heels, kitten heels, kitten
1: heels. Like... This has been 13 seasons or 15, 16 seasons, if you count all the other countries, like, or in in tw- 13 years or 12 years, like be, these people should know you fucking better have a heel on, or you Michelle are going
0: to get for you. Yeah,
1: and I kind of get it. You can yeah, dance absolutely. You, you can do modern interpretive dance with a little heel.
0: You can. Well, and I, I just love to. I think Michelle's digs have been really kind of. They've just been funny, because, like, the first season, she's, and she's so forthcoming and, like, really? Like, when Karen from Finance finished, she was literally, she's like, that's it? Like, just one balloon? Uh, I know. Now, Karen,
1: <laughs> about Karen from Finance, I love her, but she gets in her own head a little too much. She's her own saboteur. so oh, she she is sabotaging herself. I don't know who's going to win, girl. I mean... Who do I want to win? I know that I can tell you. I want Karen from Finance or Ketamine.
0: Yeah, I love Ketamine. I know,
1: but I'm like, all right, well, like, and Ketamine
0: who- it's like they that her and Anita Wiglet are the club owners of like one of the hottest, you know, like that where they all perform is in. They are. Yeah, isn't that? I think that's her. Isn't that um, Anita's? business partner oh wow I could be wrong so anybody that has that information or I will back check myself right but I'm pretty sure but she is darling so who do you want Karen from finance
1: or ketamine I'll give you ketamine. a little thinking music oh which one I think I'm gonna go with
0: I'm God I'm going ketamine that's what I was gonna say that's who I'm that's who I'm I'm fangirling on Ketamine for sure. I know. Like her outfits and everything have been so good. Like And I love Karen. I do. I love her as a boy, I love her as a Karen. Her poodle head piece was yes. out of bounds. Out of bounds. It was so fabulous. Yeah. But, that was like so good. And I love her, but I just think that Ketamine has more Pizazz. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I just love her. And she's really, she's really grown and she's doing a good job. I just think she's fabulous.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see. I guess uh, I'll probably watch it on Saturday with Lur because we're, I think we're going to go to Lur's house on Saturday night. We'll, um.
0: Oh, I thought she made reservations on Delta. <laughs> uh,
1: no. On Friday, Savannah and Bob are, st- their 25th wedding anniversary at the diner, and oh, so Savannah's having a bunch of people at the diner, and so that group text you were on was me scheduling a dinner reservation to eat dinner with them. I, I scheduled yeah. a table for me and Robin, Peaches, and Daddy. But it's like at the diner, so it's like you're just right. sitting in Everybody. the middle of everyone. That's um, great. But yes, Delta's going to be there. Uh, tons of people are going to be there. It's going to be one of those nights. But I already said to Rob, like I don't want to be like st- I don't want to stand at the diner and drink lemon squeezes until midnight like i want it, like a no disrespect to savvy and bob but like i i this this is like much like cat was saying it's gonna be her first trip on an airline this is gonna be my first time to go to a bar and be that close to people in that close quarters without masks on and i'm like a little nervous i'm like i don't want those people all kissing on me
0: like, don't let ju- them
1: i'm not going to like i thought about wearing a mask and just being like because i'm afraid i'm gonna get nervous like i don't know
0: i'm like I think it, you did the right thing. Get a table, sit down where it's the four of you. People can come visit, right? And don't be in that crazy
3: soup well, late
1: there, late at night. Well, that's fine, but it's like okay, we're going to eat dinner at seven. Dinner will last till eight, but so then it's going to be two hours. I told Rob I'd like to leave by about ten because by that point people are getting sloppy and they're in your face. They're hanging all over you, and I'm going to be like, I don't want to stand there. I got stuff to do on Saturday. We're going to go to the Washington Plaza pool. Me, oh, good. me and Robin Lark are going to go to the pool, and Candace is going to come, and like, you know, we're going to hang out there. And I don't want to be a mess on Saturday. No. Like, I just cannot stand that. And I, maybe I'm just getting old, Heidi, and that's fine. I'm just call me an old queen. That's fine.
0: That's fine. I had such an easy which everyone always thinks, oh, Saturday night's going to be a big party. Heidi's coming into town. I think I was head down at 11.45. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Rob did that. Rob and I did that too on Saturday night. Well, I was exhausted. I was a little hungover because on Friday night I drank too much. Uh, too much. I mixed alcohols is what I did on Friday night in P-town. I drank mm. like a bunch of Trulies, then I mixed tequila, then I had vodka, and it was just. And not I didn't have a ton of tequila and vodka, but it's like if I drink one drop of something different, like I have to pick what it is I'm going to drink. It's got to be all Trulys. It's got to be all wine. It's got to be all tequila. It's got to be all vodka. If I mix at all, I'm fucked the next day. Completely. Absolutely. Fucked. I and so
0: I have learned that lesson. Like I drank Trulys in Arizona the whole time because it was hot. They were easy. I was like, and it's so hot, you don't even want to take the time to mix a cocktail. Yeah. I was like, crack open a can, take me to the pool.
1: Those Trulys are great. I can drink those all fucking day. And you don't really get drunk until the very end.
0: Exactly. And then you're just ready to pass out. Correct. I'm like, this is great.
1: And they've got water in them, so I'm like, okay, well, at least I'm getting a little filtered water in this shit, too. Right.
0: And you could drink a whole suitcase of them or whatever the pack is, 15, and still be able to brush your teeth to go to bed.
1: Totally. So that's been my new thing. So yeah, on Friday night, I don't want to make it a blowout, although it's going to be hard because, you know... Once all those drag queens get into that space, it's like, don't leave, don't leave, don't leave. It's like hard to no. to get out. And you, it's hard at the diner to just sneak out. Usually I can't. Do, usually I just do an, a disappearing act. Like I'll just go out the front door. Oh, hold on Did just a second. Wait, wait, wait. I got to take this phone call. I'll be right back. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> just don't come back. And no one ever notices. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, speaking of uh, retractions or corrections or... Fact checking. I have to correct myself from last week because I said some things when I was listening back to the show. I sounded like a complete idiot when I was talking about Michael Bloomberg's mayoral term. I said that Bloomberg changed uh, with the city council that he did change the, the terms to to the term limit to three terms. So we did have a three-term mayor. And it was Bloomberg because he argued that coming out of the financial crisis, we needed someone of his caliber to guide the city out of. financial crisis of 2008 so he put up a proposition and the city council passed it 29 to 22 but then there was a referendum passed then in 2010 that revoked it and made it two term limits again so we have not had three terms of uh de blasio Blasio. we've only had two and that's the end of his final term so he cannot run again three terms which is why we have all these mayors going to be running which is leads to my whole point last week about the Ranked choice voting. So I just wanted to correct that, that that's how we got, because I was, I genuinely had got that totally confused in my head about how we got the three terms with Bloomberg. I didn't know that he lobbied for it to be because of the financial crisis, which was uh, brilliant.
0: Brilliant. Right. Well, and maybe just that the two terms of de Blasio have felt like 12. Yeah. Not good years.
1: It definitely has. Um,
0: Thank you for that clarification. I know all of our listeners appreciate that.
1: (laughs) Right. Because, you know, someone eventually is going to read that and be like, you're a fucking idiot. Which I know that we've said stuff on here that's factually incorrect. But, like, that was part of my whole bit about ranked choice voting. And I was, like, doing a whole rap on it. And I was like, oh, my God. I was listening back to the show and I was cringing. And I'm (laughs) like, okay, I've got to just, like, tell everyone sorry. (laughs) That was a complete fucking (laughs) flub.
0: (laughs) Flub. I love that. Research. Um, um,
1: yeah, go ahead.
0: So, I mean, I was just thinking if we're going to start wrapping things up here.
1: Yeah, we have a little w- time.
0: Oh, good. Good, good, good. So let's talk a little bit about Jeff Bezos.
1: Ooh, okay, yeah.
0: So it was just interesting watching you know, all this different tax stuff and how oh, the wealthy right. and the billionaires, you know, get... All the tax breaks. All of them. It's insane. And it's completely
1: one hundred percent legal.
0: One hundred percent legal. And you were chat you were talking the other day, or just you've mentioned about Bezos, you know, building his own spaceship. Yeah. To take himself to space, right? Yeah. And then today the person I was listening to was talking about the same exact thing, but yet Bezos still qualified for the four thousand dollar child tax credit.
1: I mean, that is fucked up.
0: He built a fucking spaceship for himself. Yeah. And he's like, and the government was like, and here's 4,000 for your children. I mean, because what? Oh, it's so hard out there, isn't it? Well, what I mean. The, I, and that's why I was like, I am doing. Well, it's going to be really interesting to see how much this information that's put out there. How it catches on and where it catches on and how people or if people ever start to take advantage of it the same way, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah.
1: Well, the tax code is written for these people. Yeah, they form, for wealthy people. They form tons of LLCs. They move money into the LLCs. They they create massive losses with the LLCs. I mean, the tax code is written by these rich people in the government.
0: This woman's, oh God. It's something like work or buy, asset, die is like the ring. Like you get all, you buy everything. Yeah. You, and you, then you have all of these assets and you put it all into your kids' names and you never sell anything. Or if you sell it, you sell it and you just turn your assets, but you put it, you roll it right back in and then you die. So you don't lose that wealth and it rolls into your family.
1: God. And see, it's like, how do you figure that shit out?
0: You're born into it. Daddy pulls you aside and says, or mommy pulls you aside and like, this is how you never lose the family fortune. I guess so.
1: I mean, I guess and so. The
0: lawyers that are taking, the lawyers and the tax people that are taking care of it now, their children will be taking it over right. so that this never goes away while you're alive. And you will do this for your children.
1: Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Do you know that Jeff Bezos is going to go to space on July 20th in his Blue Origin spacecraft? Like, he's actually going to go. Like, in a month. What's that? In a month. In a month. And that's two weeks after he steps down as CEO of Amazon.
0: Holy sh... I did not know that. his
1: younger brother is going to go with him? Did you know all of this? I was like... Not a clue. That is a fucking huge risk. Like, is he ready really... Like does he understand like that could be it?
0: Yeah, I mean I guess that's when you have everything, that's what you haven't done, so he's like, Fuck it, I'm going.
1: Oh my god. Well I guess six thousand people I read bid on a ticket for the third seat, bid up to two point eight million dollars to be on the third seat with Jeff Bezos and his brother. Which okay, fine. But what then what? What if you what, what if you hate that person? I mean, it's just just I don't know. What if, what if you I mean, despise?
0: I well, I don't think it's it wouldn't be like that. That's that's not what's going to be discussed. You're not going to be getting to intimately know this person. Well, you're fucking on a spaceship <laughs> going to outer space. We're not talking about like. I don't think I really like you as a person. We're next to each other. I think it's more like, holy fucking shit. Well, right. What are we doing here?
1: And evidently, you had to do some work. Like you had to be trained because you had to like actually help, like do shit on the spaceship. I think.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, that's absurd.
1: I just can't imagine doing this when his his company, the Blue Origin company is in its infancy. Like, I would be scared to go on Elon Musk's rocket. Those things, when they go up and that they break away and that thing comes flying back down and it's on fire and then, like, I don't know. I'm all about going to the space hotel and going to the dance floor in the space hotel like we talked about that time. But I don't think I'm ready for that. Like, okay, I can understand Jeff Bezos having the money to do it and he can go do it eventually, but, like, why don't you wait just a little bit and let some other people do it first?
0: Get a little more R and D.
1: Right. If I don't you know. Will. Uh, yeah. I'd like
0: Who's taking over as the CEO?
1: Uh I don't know his name. Some guy that's been at the See, helm.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Some E V P or president. The person that is that's already been doing it underneath Bezos, he's been training him, I'm sure. Right. Good God. You know what I'm not doing? I'm not going on a spaceship. Especially if it's the first one.
1: No. No. No,
0: I might go on the tenth. Maybe. Yeah, I gotta see if the if the first nine came. If everyone from the first nine came back, right? I don't know, man. I Taking know that that inaugural liftoff. Oh, that's giving me fucking quivers down my spine. Well, I
1: mean, the to feel the power of that, like to sit there and like to to be able to see the Earth and oh, and look and see the see that the Earth is not flat. That would be amazing. I love that right. flat earth.
0: <laughs> I fuck off. I don't think earthers. Jeff
1: Bezos is a flat earther.
0: I'm yeah, I don't think he's going up to prove that the Earth is uh, has a spherical shape. Yeah. Hey, did you hear that their um National Nat Geo is uh naming a fifth ocean. Oh, they are? Yeah, it's like Southern Hemisphere because of the way that the water spins around the land. It creates this whole, like, I don't, it it was a quick little bit that I heard. I just was like, hey, wait. Oh. But it's kind of cool. They've been talking about doing it. They've been discussing it for years, but they're finally going to change the map.
1: Oh, interesting. Right? Oh, that's cool. Think about little
0: things that have changed, like, it would be... That's something I should like, look at things that have changed that were so the norm forever. Right. And like this, like maybe something that will change are the history books for the children to read.
1: Well, I hope, I mean, like, I want to know what, uh,
0: critical race theory. What is it? Critical race theory. Yeah.
1: Right. I wonder how that's all going to shake out. Oh, we'll see. Well, well, as we as we close, I want to just tell you really quick about a new song that came out by one of our favorite artists, Sophie Tucker. They, um, obviously, Sophie Tucker. I don't think anyone needs a reminder at this point, but just in case you do, created this masterpiece back during the quarantine house arrest, and they have now teamed up with this African duo who is blind. They're from Mali, and. They, their name is Amadou and Mariam, not Are you
0: sh- <laughs> Shobombombini. You sure?
1: Amadou and Mariam, I think, actually, the pronunciation. I could very much be doing a Mos
0: Shobombombini.
1: <laughs> um, but they played at Coachella and Lollapalooza, and it was their Sophie Tucker's dream act to collaborate with. They just absolutely oh, adore wow. these two. And so it came, their dream came true. And I thought that was like such a great story. But these two have opened for Scissor Sisters, Coldplay, U2, Blur. Oh, wow. And so they're, they're huge. They're, and again, they're blind. They, they, they play like kind of like traditional African music, but not. Like they know how to like put like an alternative spin on it. And so they created this song that um, I think it's pretty good. It's like I've started to listen to it.
0: And it's
1: kind of like a little bit of an African influence
0: and Brazilian yeah because the just the language yeah right has a little bit of that Ipanema
1: and then here's where it sounds a little more African I love it it's actually really grown on me so check it out Sophie Tucker, go support them. I am a member of the Freak Fam, which is the the circle of people that kind of they created when they were doing their daily sets at their house in quarantine. They did a daily set every day at 1 o'clock. During quarantine, and they kept it going, and now they keep the days counting. So they counted day one, two, three back in March, and they now, after quarantine, they've started to do gigs and stuff. But they were like, hey, Freak Pam, keep the count going. We're at day 467, 468. So every time they That's do a cool. gig, it's going to be the day, day number, whatever. So we'll see how long that lasts. But check them out. Check out Sophie Tucker. We love Sophie Tucker.
0: That's really cool. On
1: this channel, and you should too, by God. Yeah, De-
0: I I want to listen to that.
1: Yeah. All right, girl. Well, I think that wraps up another show.
0: It does wrap up another show.
1: Because we're show rappers. We are rappers. We are snappers. We are all kinds of clappers. (laughs)
0: Podcast chatters.
1: Oh, boy.
0: So I just wanted to let everybody out there in our WGRL world... That we'll be taking a break next week, so you have lots of time. We will. To, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be in another country. What?
1: I have you w- know.
0: G- I'm I'm gonna be in Costa Rica.
1: Oh, that's right. Sorry, I don't have it on the calendar. Oh, you're right. Lur's coming here too next week. Oh, right. We are taking a break. Oh, we have a break next week. Look at us, Heidi. We're on vacation next week. That's super <laughs> exciting.
0: Oh, I have. A so town- that gives. Sorry. No, that's all right. So we skip, yeah, because isn't Pride next weekend in New York?
1: Yeah, yeah Lur's coming up, and then we record again on July first. So everyone, stay tuned Correct. for July first. Call in. The DJ's out to get um, you. That's right. The DJ's out to get you. L- we need to talk um, about Alegria. If that's going to happen, I I I have it on my list. I, I'm winking. winking. She's winking.
0: I think it's I think <laughs> it's happening.
1: All right. Well, until then. Hold on, don't say it
0: yet. Only dance floor professionals allowed. (laughs) Bring the bass line back around again. Yeah! Uh, 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 see you on the dance floor.